comes to servicing your vehicle, trust the folks at Purcell Tire and Service Center. Purcell provides unbeatable service, and that includes free alignment checks on their state-of-the-art Hawkeye alignment machine. Plus, every Tuesday is Ladies' Day at Purcell, where all ladies get an oil change, tire rotation, and brake inspection for just $37.95. And Purcell continues to be the home of the lowest price around on quality Michelin tires. Call them at 972-TIRE, 972-TIRE, or go see your friends at Purcell Tire and Service Center. Parker and Caraway, Jonesboro. The EAB Sports Network is proud to bring you local high school baseball and softball action this spring. Join us this Friday as the Nelson Raiders travel to Brooklyn to take on the Bearcats in a non-conference baseball matchup. First pitch is set for 4.30 with pregame coverage at 4.20 on News Talk 1021 KBTM. High school baseball on the EAB Sports Network is brought to you by NEA Baptist, First National Bank, Real Estate Nate, Jonesboro Orthopedics and Sports Medicine, Domino's Pizza, the Kavanaugh Auto Group, and St. Bernard's. It's Brooklyn and Nettleton in baseball action Friday at 4.30 on the EAB Sports Network. Work. This is KNEA K237FI 95.3 and K245CW 96.9 Jonesboro and KBRI Clarendon, the Ticket Radio Network. It's time for The Setup, the fastest hour in sports talk here on The Ticket. Here are your hosts, Cade Carlton and Andrew Bowen. All right, welcome in to a Wednesday edition of the show. This Wednesday, April 13th, 2022 edition of the show here on The Ticket Radio Network. Cade Carlton, Andrew Bowen with you here for the next hour. Uh, streaming online, 953theticket.com, through the TuneIn app by searching for KNEA. Also on uh, social media, Facebook and Twitter at The Ticket Radio, and on Instagram by searching for The Ticket Radio Network there. Uh, a lot of things we'll we'll try and get into over the next hour. We'll recap the NBA play-in game from last night as well as look ahead to uh, tonight in uh, some NBA play-in action. Also, uh, there's currently a situation developing in Major League Baseball that uh, we'll keep track on, however long it lasts uh, throughout the show, as the Dodgers and the Twins are in the bottom of the seventh inning. Clayton Kershaw is on the mound. The score is 3 nothing, Dodgers over the Minnesota Twins. Uh and Kershaw is trying to accomplish a feat. I'll let you figure out by the score what the feat is for Clayton Kershaw. So we'll uh, we'll look at that. We'll also talk some more MLB action. Uh, we'll we'll check around, see what's going on with a state, and look at some national news as well over the next hour or so. But right now, Andrew Bowen will get us caught up with some headlines. Brought to you by Plaza Tire Service, bringing you the best deals on tires. A long-time series for Arkansas State men's basketball appears to be continuing. A-State Nation is reporting that A-State and Little Rock will play four games over the next four seasons as Little Rock is departing the Sunbelt Conference for the Ohio Valley Conference. The programs have played each other 93 times. Meanwhile, number 6 Arkansas shut out UAPB twice in a doubleheader sweep Tuesday at Baumwalker Stadium. The Razorbacks won by the scores of 15-0 and 6-0, allowing just four Lions hits on the day. Arkansas has now won 10 games in a row against in-state foes. And in the pros, Albert Pujols homered for the first time since returning to St. Louis, and Andrew Kisner hit a three-run shot as the Cardinals defeated the Kansas City Royals 6-5 Tuesday. 
Nolan Arenado also went deep for St. Louis, and the final game of that series is scheduled for today, but has been postponed due to inclement weather. The Cardinals will play again against the Brewers tomorrow at 4.15 p.m. And this has been your Daily Headlines, brought to you by Plaza Tire Service, bringing you the best deals on tires. All right, so right now in Minnesota, uh, Clayton Kershaw is through six and now two-thirds of a baseball game in which no runner has reached the base for or reached base for the Minnesota Twins. He's at seventy-eight pitches through uh, through six and six and two-thirds, which you know is is a, a little bit a lot, uh, kind of a lot uh, for a guy to not even be through seven innings. So I get that. So through six and two-thirds, again, nobody has been on base for the Minnesota Twins, and the Dodgers have a reliever up in the bullpen. I know it's a shortened season, and or the spring training was shortened, and you know obviously there's a reason that we have an additional uh, arm in the bullpen, as now it's uh, seven complete innings after a ground out up the middle. Uh, there's There's definitely a reason that most teams are using that extra two roster spots to get two arms into the bullpen but if Clayton Kershaw gets pulled from this game I'm going to be absolutely livid like I'm going I don't I don't care one bit about the Dodgers matter of fact I kind of detest the Dodgers because they have an all-star lineup but if Clayton Kershaw gets pulled from this game I'm going to be livid uh there is a reliever up in the bullpen right now for the Dodgers Kershaw just got a ground out he's through 79 pitches and through seven complete innings. If he does not get to go back out there, I'm going to be mad. I don't care if he has to skip his next start because of the pitch count, pitch limit, everything. Everyone's on because spring training was cut short and your offseason was you know, obviously cut short because of the lockout. I will not support Clayton Kershaw getting pulled from this game. I refuse to support I agree. I agree. So, anyways, much as it um, pains me to admit, but <laughs> I, but see, I like and again, I've never been, I've never really cared two bits about the Dodgers. Like they're in L.A., I don't care. Uh, mm-hmm. I'll watch the Dodgers when when Kershaw is pitching and is pitching a good game. I'll tune in, and when the Cubs are playing the Dodgers, I watch. Beyond that, I don't care about the Dodgers. Uh, and now I kind of detest the Dodgers because they have all of this all these star powers in their lineup and have Freddie Freeman and all that. And so my just general, uh, you know, I guess uh, lackadaisicalness or whatever toward the Dodgers <laughs> has grown to be a little bit of a hatred just because of the fact that they have Freddie Freeman and all these guys in their lineup now. But I've always been a Kershaw guy. I've always been a Kershaw fan. That's fair. Uh, I think I have too, but it's nice to see everyone joining the uh, Dodgers hate club because, you know, I've been a member since as long as I've been alive. So, yeah. Welcome to the club, yeah. guys. <laughs> yeah. Uh, Kershaw's getting taken out. Are you serious, right? Is this really he's happening? He's actually getting taken out. I mean, he's going through the dugout and hugging everyone. Oh, my. He's at 80 pitches through seven innings, 13 strikeouts, was throwing a perfect game. And they yank him. That's or annoying. at least it appears they're going to yank him as he's going through the dugouts and going through the dugout and giving everyone high fives and all that. I. Okay. Sure. <laughs> Again, I get it. I get it. The whole spring training cut short and you don't want to throw his arm out in mid April. I get it. Skip his next start if you have to. Mm-hmm. Don't pull him in 
freaking middle of a perfect game, man. Come on. Uh, anyways, last night uh, in other professional sports, we had the NBA play-in game start up. Uh, so the first game, obviously, Nets and Cavaliers started this off last night. That was game one. I kind of find myself rooting more and more for for Kyrie Irving with uh, with each passing day, and so it was good to see him out there last night. Uh, and it's you know kind of turns out when Kevin Durant and Kyrie Irving are on the floor at the same time, they're a pretty good duo and can win a lot of a basketball games. So that one was a twenty point game. Uh, with I guess it was at halftime. It was a twenty point game. And the Cavs were able to cut into that lead and get it to single digits at one point. And then Kevin Durant uh, hit back-to-back buckets there in the fourth quarter that were kind of two absolute daggers to uh, get it back up to double digits and really uh, put the game away for the Nets last night. So, uh, Brooklyn... Wound up wound up winning the game last night uh, against the Cleveland Cavaliers, and uh, they will move on to face the Boston Celtics in the opening round of the NBA playoffs. Uh, I I'm kind of excited about that series uh, to see Nets and Celtics, uh, which should be a pretty fun matchup of Jason Tatum and Kevin Durant. And say what you will about KD, there's really, to me, not a more fun player in the league to watch than, than Kevin Durant, especially when uh, when he has everything going. And so that was fun to watch him last night uh, really go off against the Cleveland Cavaliers to start us off in NBA play-in game action last night. Uh, for the game, uh, Kevin Durant uh, led the way for the... Brooklyn Nets last night in terms of in terms of points scored as uh, Durant finished with uh, or was second in points scored as Kyrie Irving led with 34 and 12 assists Durant added 25 points and 11 assists last night for Brooklyn who had four of their five starters score in double digits last night so now the Cavs will be playing on Thursday night for a chance to get into the playoffs and meet uh, Miami the one seed in the final playing game on Thursday night. So, uh, Ned Celtics already set, excited for that series, and so that first game was uh, kind of out of reach for most of them, but it was fine. The second game last night, you saw Clippers and Timberwolves as the nightcap, which felt like it took about five hours to get played. That game took forever to get played last night. First off, it didn't tip off to like 8.45, and then it just took forever for that game to get played uh, last night. So, I'm of the opinion if you're not going to start it until that late anyways, uh, why not try every possible way to not drag it along? And I guess TNT is not of the opinion of that. But anyways, it felt like it went back and forth the whole way. Uh, I just, you know, throughout the game, just continue to feel like the Clippers really don't have the pieces to win a playoff series without uh, a healthy Kawhi Leonard in the fold. You saw Paul George take over and made some clutch shots. Uh, made a clutch three there to get it back down to one possession with, uh, I guess, a minute and a half or so to go. But they're still kind of missing that key defensive piece in in Kawhi Leonard, and it really showed last night. Also, it didn't help that in the final minute, 
uh, Reggie Jackson thought it was Reggie Jackson time and decided to initiate the offense and not pass the ball to Paul George, who was uh, red hot. And so the Timberwolves wound up winning last night, 109-104. to 104. I am of the opinion, and maybe I am in the minority here, but I am of the opinion from what I have seen to the Timberwolves this year and from what I saw of the Timberwolves last night, as holy cow, the Dodgers have just hit three straight home runs. Unbelievable. Wow. They have hit three straight home runs in this game. Not not even just three straight home runs. Three straight home runs off the first pitch of the at-bat in the top half of the eighth inning. And yet they're pulling Clayton Kershaw, not allowing him to have his moment when they're up six to nothing. Unbelievable. I hate the Dodgers. Anyways. Me too. Um, I am of the opinion the Timberwolves are probably probably a better basketball team when Carl Anthony Towns isn't out there. And I think Carl Anthony Towns is one of the top probably 15, 20 players in the league. I kind of equate it to when the Grizzlies were on their run. And, you know, at the first part of their run, the first year they went to the playoffs and upset the Spurs, Rudy Gay suffered a season-ending injury. He wasn't playing for the team. So instead, they started Sam Young at the small forward, who like was out of the league within two to three years after that playoff run. Uh, and it worked, because you had a guy at small forward who would defend and didn't really need the ball to score. And so then your offense was run through Conley, run through Gasol, and run through Zebo, And those were your three scores. And then the next year, Rudy Gay comes back. He's in the fold. He's healthy. And the Grizzlies blow that 20-something point lead to the Clippers in the uh, first-round playoff series and wind up losing in seven to the Clippers. Then they trade Rudy Gay the following year, and they get to the Western Conference Finals. So I am kind of of the opinion that the Timberwolves are a little bit in the same situation where when Anthony Edwards and D'Angelo Russell can be out there as the top two scorers and the offense doesn't have to run through Carl Anthony Towns and it can run through Edwards and it can run through Russell and then you can bring uh, you know Beasley off the bench and get him some points as well they're a better team I agree so I I mean, listen, if I'm the Grizzlies, like I'm making sure Carl Anthony Towns is out there for all 48 minutes. (laughs) I, uh, and and again, like there is no rhyme or reason why this is the case. It just, just somehow it works out that way. And it was never a deal like when Rudy Gay was with the Grizz. It was never a deal where I thought Rudy Gay was a bad player. I just didn't think he quite fit with the pieces the Grizz have. And that's kind of how I feel a little bit about Carl Anthony Towns now with the Minnesota Timberwolves. He goes somewhere else and be like the the number one go-to guy and lead him to the, the NBA playoffs and all that. Sure, but I don't know. Last night it kind of showed that this is Anthony Edwards' team because he is... He's balling. He's, he's, he's so good. He's kind of special. So I'm I'm looking forward to that matchup of Ja and Anthony Edwards in... Uh, I am too. In the opening round of the playoffs. Uh, the T-Wolves also won the NBA title last night, if you could tell by their uh, celebration after the game had gone final. Uh, the NBA on TNT guys were kind of dunking on the Timberwolves. And I guess a little bit rightfully so. I mean, to be fair, they literally have not been in that situation since Kevin Garnett led them to uh, the playoffs in 2004. I think that was their second. This is going to be their second playoff appearance since 2004. 
when KG wow. was on the roster. So, I didn't realize that. Like, listen, they don't go to the playoffs often, and so obviously there were a lot of emotions there. That obviously there were a lot of emotions with Patrick Beverly. The Clippers wouldn't pay him last year, and so he went to the Timberwolves, and you saw him kind of jawing with Steve Ballmer in who in front of his courtside seats last night. And so from that aspect, obviously there were a lot of emotions, and so. It was uh, it was kind of cool, I guess, but also it felt like they were celebrating an NBA title, and they just celebrated. All they were celebrating was the right to play the Grizzlies in the playoffs. Like that's it. That's like that's the only thing they were celebrating. Also, um, and I missed this because I was watching baseball when this happened. A fan tried to glue themselves yeah, to the floor last night. I was about to bring that up. That was the. I wasn't watching the game, um, and I. I was kind of checking in and score tracking, and I just see on Twitter it says fan tries to glue themselves to the court at the Timberwolves game at halftime, and I was I thought I misread it, and then I found the video, and the video was yeah. very confusing because it's just a bunch of people crowded around someone, and then I see a girl get escorted out of the arena, and then the announcers are like, so someone tried to glue themselves to the court. <laughs> it's just wild. Yes, it uh, it is. So that uh, maybe that's what we have to look forward to in Chris Timberwolves in the first round <laughs> of uh, the playoffs. All right, so we're going to take a timeout. We'll come back. Uh, there's obviously some storylines surrounding Grizz and Timberwolves, so we'll touch on that and more after this timeout here on the ticket. We're not ready to go to the closer just yet. More of the setup coming up next on the Ticket Radio Network. Crack screen on your phone or tablet, it happens. Get it fixed up and protected at Cell Phone Station, where all iPhone screens are repaired in 20 minutes and all accessories are buy one, get one free. Cell Phone Station, near Fuji Steakhouse in Jonesboro. Call 870-203-0993. It's almost summer and now is the time to schedule your pool opening with Jacuzzi Hot Tubs of Jonesboro. We do water testing and have weekly maintenance services available for pools and hot tubs. We offer pool openings and closing. We specialize in automatic covers and pool and spa chemicals to keep that water sparkling. At Jacuzzi Hot Tubs of Jonesboro, customer service is our top priority. Ask how to receive 10% off opening chemicals. Come by and see us at 2810 East Highland in Jonesboro and go online at jacuzzihottubsofjonesboro.com and be sure to check us out on Facebook. Nebo Auto Center, Northeast Arkansas's original new car alternative is now celebrating its 20th year. And now is the perfect time to swing by their all-new location, just a quarter mile south of the old one on Stadium Boulevard. If you're in the market for a late model, low mileage car, truck, or SUV, Nebo has a well-stocked lot of vehicles that fit almost any budget. Visit NeboAuto.com and see them at their new location at 3910 Stadium Boulevard, just south of the bypass. And look for the red roof. We go Nebo. At Gazaway Ace on Kings Highway in Paragold and Hilltop in Jonesboro, we have you covered whatever the project. Gazaway Ace is the place with the helpful hardware folks in your neighborhood. Grilling season is here, and Gazaway Ace is your outdoor cooking headquarters with name brands like Traeger, Weber, The Big Green Egg, and Blackstone. Get free assembly and free delivery now at Gazaway Ace on Hilltop in Jonesboro and Gazaway Ace on Kings Highway in Paragold. Gazaway Ace is the place you want to go. Go Are you a homeowner? If so, now's the perfect time to unlock your home equity with Arkansas Federal Credit Union. With home values reaching record highs, so has your equity. So turn it into cash with a home equity loan with low fixed rates. Once approved, you'll get a one lump sum payout to start home improvements, consolidate high interest debt, take a dream vacation, and more. Apply online at AFCU.org. Call 1-800-456-3000 or visit AFCU.org for credit costs and terms. Equal housing lender. 
Visiting with new A-State head volleyball coach Brian Gerwig. I haven't flashed my lights or honked my horn or yelled at somebody <laughs> once in a week. And we'll just it, spend a little bit more time on Red Wolf. And, well, you, know. See, you know, like because you get here because you were here for a while, but you know, people think, and I'm one of them, until Friday afternoon, like Red Wolf Boulevard's just unbearable. No, not at all. It's the Second to None podcast presented by Simmons Bank. New episodes every Tuesday, wherever you get your podcast. There's this place, a place where everyone is just beautiful, where everyone is thin, healthy, and in fantastic shape. It's a place where the beautiful people can eat whatever they want, whenever they want, and never gain weight. Where pro basketball players slam dunk chicken nuggets, hard-bodied supermodels supersize their soft drinks, thousands of weight loss diets guarantee you'll shed those stubborn pounds in days. Don't believe us? Just flip on your TV, look up at a billboard, or scroll through your social media feed for proof that everyone and everything here is just perfect. Where is here, you ask? Well, welcome to the state of America. Welcome to Obesity USA. Population 115 million and getting bigger by the day. To learn more, go to visitobesity.org. That's visitobesity.org. Brought to you by the Pennington Biomedical Research Foundation. If we continue to consume our natural resources at the rate we do now, by 2050, it could take three Earths to meet our needs. The Earth can't speak up when it needs help, but we can. Be the voice for those who have no voice. Visit worldwildlife.org. We're always rooting for overtime round here. Now let's get back to the setup. All right, I'm glad to see uh, baseball Twitter is all fired up over Dave Roberts' decision to pull Clayton Kershaw after going seven complete innings with a perfect game. Not just no hitter, a perfect game. Clayton Kershaw was pulled after the seventh inning. That's crazy. Um, only had, only had only thrown 80 pitches at that point. And, like, somebody put this on Twitter, and I kind of agree with it. Like, if you don't want to waste his arm, that's cool. Just, like, have him go out there and throw batting practice and see if the Twins can connect. Just straight up, like, 60-mile-an-hour fastballs. At least, like, give the guy a chance to go out here and throw a no-hitter. I hate this so much. I know it's April. I know that... You know, the arms aren't fully warmed up because you had to cut two weeks off of spring training and the season started late and all of that. And you pull him. Uh, Jeff Passen just put this out. So he said, if it's a no-hitter, whatever, yank him. Clayton Kershaw has already thrown one. But there have been more than 220,000 games in MLB history. There have only been 23 perfect games. 220,000 games plus, and of those 220 plus thousand games, only 23 have been perfect. And you pull him after seven complete with a perfect game. I just, I cannot get behind this. Yeah. I, I just can't. So, I, I'm glad to see that uh, everyone on baseball Twitter is is equally as livid. And, and, like, it's not even people who like the Dodgers. It's just baseball fans in general 
are livid because Kershaw was six out away, six outs away from history and got pulled. By the way, the Twins just hit a single. Gary Sanchez hit a single uh, once the Dodgers brought in their relief pitcher. So the the Dodgers are up six to nothing. I hope they lose seven to six for for pulling Clayton Kershaw because this is legitimately one of the dumbest things I've ever seen in my life. Pulling a guy with a perfect game. Um, anyways, that is one of a few games going on in Major League Baseball right now. Uh, also, have Cubs Pirates going on. Pirates up six to two. Kyle Hendricks was Doctor Jekyll and Mister Mister Hyde today for the Cubs. And uh, wound up giving up six runs all within the first four innings to the Buckos of Pittsburgh. Guardians also up six to one of the Reds. Mets up four to one on the Phillies. Red Sox up seven to two on the Tigers. And now Dodgers up six nothing. But there's runners on first and second base with one out. So. Let's go Twins. Let's get some runs across here. Uh, We've seen a walk, and we've seen uh, a base hit for the Twins in the bottom half of the eighth inning of play. So, still a couple of more matinee games, and then a a slew of game, or not a slew, actually about three games uh, tonight as well going on in the MLB. So, uh, that's kind of the latest there with with the MLB. Uh, mentioned the NBA play-in games to start off the show. I personally cannot wait for us to come in here on Monday after the Grizzlies play the Timberwolves in the first round, or first game of the first round of the playoffs. And for everyone in just to be in 100% total agreement that we all hate Patrick Beverly. (laughs) Patrick Beverly is going to do something on Saturday afternoon to become public enemy number one in Memphis. I don't know what it's going to be. I don't know who it's going to be directed toward, but Patrick Beverly is the top instigator in the NBA without a a shadow of a doubt. There is nobody in the NBA better at instigating stuff than Patrick Beverly is. I mean, we're not forgetting the Lonzo welcome to the league moment where he basically shoves him on the court and gets a foul called and then just said, welcome to the league, and that was it. And then just harassed him the whole game. But, yeah, he's he's uh, he's public. he'll be public enemy number one in Memphis after Saturday, I think. Even Honestly, even if he doesn't do anything, I think he just still will be because he's known as like a menace on the court. But Yeah, and... Like, listen, these two teams have already met up. Like, they met up four times the regular season. They split the regular season series two to two. Um, I don't think they like each other already. Like, no, they don't. Ja and Patrick Beverly and Ja and Anthony Edwards have already had words. They're like, you know Ja. Like, Ja's not backing down from anything. He's going to talk his stuff. Uh, the last time they played, so this was in the midst of the Grizzlies winning just like a ton of games in a row. And... It was February 24th, 2022. It was, I guess it was in Memphis. The Timberwolves came into Memphis. They beat the Grizz uh, that night and ended at that point. It was a pretty good winning streak for the Grizz. So Patrick Beverly tweets out after the game is over. He goes, dang Memphis Grizz, no dancing or talking crazy tonight, huh? 
Oh, okay. Good luck the rest of the way. Yeah, I remember that tweet. I remember that, and and no one paid it mind because they were like, okay, whatever. <laughs> like, I didn't see normally when that stuff happens, everyone freaks out on Patrick Beverly. But honestly, I didn't see a lot. I saw a lot of people just being like, whatever. You're on a trash team, and then that was the end of it. But yeah, so it's, it's weird. I mean, if you want to go back in history and talk about Grizzlies rivals in the playoffs, then obviously, like you were probably rooting for the Clippers last night. But this could honestly turn into a pretty good, uh, pretty good rivalry with uh, a team full, both teams full of young, young guys that could meet up in the playoffs uh, for, for a long time. Uh, you have yeah. Anthony Edwards for the Grizz and Java Rant for the Grizz, and obviously Patrick Beverly uh, on that team as well. So I, I am excited to see uh, how this series plays out. For the uh, for the Grizz and the Timberwolves, uh, if you were watching NBA on TNT last night, I think some of those guys. Have- and May 1st and play April 19th or April 21st, 23rd and 29th in Minnesota. So that uh, is what's coming up for the Grizz and the Timberwolves. All right, we're going to take a timeout. We'll come back and continue on after this on the ticket. Kara's icing down. Bobo's in the pen. But Kate and Andrew are dealing. Play ball. The setup continues right after this on the Ticket Radio Network. That's baseball. EAB Jonesboro is looking for team members in our sales department, and we are offering a $2,000 signing bonus. EAB Jonesboro is the most listened to multimedia group in Northeast Arkansas, including K-Fine, KISS, The Wolf, The Ticket Radio Network, KBTM News Talk, and Bob FM, plus our amazing digital products. If you have media sales experience, apply today. Or if you don't have media sales experience, apply and convince us why you are the person for the job. Send your resume to Lori at eabjonesboro.com. That's L-O-R-I-E at eabjonesboro.com. And get your future moving in the right direction. Plus, get a $2,000 signing bonus if hired. Become part of the largest media group in the state. Apply today. EAB Jonesboro is an equal opportunity employer. Hey, y'all, this is Matthew Cox with Cox Implement. Your home for bad boy fares, altos, and X-Mark. Four proven industry leaders in the zero-turn mowers. Check out our dependable, hardworking, up-for-any-job you need to tackle tractor lines from Massey Ferguson Bad Boy. From Echo Power Tools to premium implements from Woods and Bad Boy and locally made MEB trailers, Cox Implement has you covered from top to bottom with three locations to better serve you in Hoxie, Highland, and Jonesboro. Cox Implement, equipment you can count on, people you can trust. It's John G. for George Kale Motors in Newport. Have you ever been to a car dealership and a salesperson chases you around like you stole something? At George Kale Motors, we won't chase you around or lie in front of your car to make you stop. But we will try to do everything we can to make you comfortable and enjoy your shopping experience. We offer great selection, great prices, and exceptional service after the sale. View our entire inventory at georgekalemotors.com or come see us at Newport off Highway 67, Exit 85, GMC and George Kale Motors. We are professional grade. 
Do you often divide the dinner bill with friends or family? Now you can split the cost of that check with Zelle, a fast, safe, and easy way to send money to people you know and trust right from your Me Banking online and Me Banking mobile account. So after you split the meal, make sure you split the bill with Zelle. Ask a representative at Farmers and Merchants Bank or the Bank of Fayetteville for more information. Available to United States bank account holders only. Terms and conditions apply. Member FDIC. Hi, this is Bud Schropel and Randy Myers, and we're here to invite you to join us every weekday morning for Northeast Arkansas's longest-running sports talk show. On the Front Row with Budrow has been a morning radio tradition in Jonesboro, Northeast Arkansas since 2000. We have a lot of fun and laughs. We give out some information, and we want to thank you for your support. So join us Monday through Friday from 7 to 10 for better-than-average sports talk on the caller-driven show on the Front Row with Budrow on the Ticket Radio Network. Listen! What's one of your favorite memories? (laughs) That's a tough question. Um, well, there was this one time I went camping with my parents in a forest back when I was maybe like eight or nine. And, um, I can remember one night we were laying out in our hammocks and we were just, you know, watching the trees rustling in the wind above us and we could hear the sounds of the forest all around us. Frogs singing and owls calling and the creek running nearby. It was amazing. It felt like we were a part of it all. I don't know if I do it justice trying to describe it, but I'll definitely never forget it. Most of us have a memory of being in nature we'll never forget. Let's protect the world's natural places so more memories can be made for generations to come. Visit worldwildlife.com. When you're unemployed, it can seem like there's no way out. But with the right tools, suddenly it all just clicks. Develop new skills and find your path to a new career at findsomethingnew.org. A message from the Ad Council. It's the fastest hour in sports talk. Now back to the setup on the Ticket Radio Network. All right, welcome back here on the setup as we continue along on this Wednesday edition of the show. By the way, in the midst of our whole Grizz Timberwolves conversation, part of the reason why we uh, like cut it short and went to break was because in the middle of our conversation, the like power flickered on and off for a split second yeah. and sent a shockwave through Andrew Bowen <laughs> over on the other side. <laughs> I threw my headphones off so quick. I was like, whoa. <laughs> yeah, so. All the, good. The power kind of flickered on and off. Then we got a shockwave. And then program one and two with the board turned off. And so we had to turn that back on. But hopefully all good now. Maybe it'll yeah. like just chill for like 25 more minutes. And Until we us, leave. Yeah. And let us get, <laughs> actually chill for maybe about 45 more minutes or so. Before oh, right. it yeah. picks up again so we can like get done with the show and then. Do our thing. <laughs> Go home if needed. So, uh, but we're still here. We made it. We're we're still here. Unlike uh, Clayton Kershaw, we are not leaving early. Although hey. that wasn't exactly on Clayton Kershaw. Yeah, that's, that's a good point. On, that was more on. Um, that was more on Dave Roberts. How does Dave like? Can we be honest here? How does Dave Roberts still have a job? I don't know. With all the talent the Dodgers honest. have had through the years. They have one title. 
And, like, I'm not one of these people that is going to say all of these 2020 titles don't count. Uh, because they do count. But I also don't think they count the same. So, while I'm not technically discrediting the Dodgers 2020 title, I also don't count it the same as I would a 2021 title from last year. Because you never had to play on the road in the playoffs. All your games in the playoffs... Well, I mean, I guess you did have to play on the road in the playoffs uh, in the in the DS or whatever, but there were no fans. Your your NLC your NLCS and World Series run was both played in Arlington in front of like twenty five percent fans, and so it was a neutral site with almost no fans in the stands. So yes, obviously it counts, but the fact that that's the only championship that Dave Roberts has won with the Dodgers, and they've had all of this talent over the last. Five, six years. And then he's going to pull his pitcher in the middle of a perfect game. Like, I just... That's kind of inexcusable. I really don't like Dave Roberts now that I think about it. <laughs> you know, he's just like robbed us of history. Yeah, he's definitely going to be enemy number one on baseball Twitter for a minute. Yeah. And it's been a while since baseball Twitter has aligned on on something other than Rod Manford is terrible. Like, every baseball fan, everyone on baseball Twitter can align on the whole, Rob Manfred is terrible, he's one of the worst commissioners, if not the worst commissioner in all the sports, everything he says just makes you angry and just, you you wish, I personally wish that whoever ran baseball actually liked baseball, because Rob Manfred doesn't even like baseball. So, baseball Twitter can unite on that, but it's been a while since baseball Twitter has united on something other than Rob Manfred is terrible. And yeah. today we get to do that. So, I mean, I guess maybe <laughs> maybe thank you notes should be written uh, to to Dave Roberts. So, uh, anyways, by the way, like I watched pretty much all of the, the Dodgers-Twins game from last night. It's, it still was extremely weird to see Freddie Freeman in the Dodger uniform. Like, it, yeah, it it's just, very weird. It, it weirded me out. Like, I know he signed with the Dodgers. I know he plays for them. But seeing him in the on-deck circle last night in the Dodger uniform for the first time, because I hadn't watched the Dodger game yet, was... A little bit weird. It, it was it, it was kind of weird. Also, uh, Japan League Babe Ruth hit two home runs for the Chicago Cubs yesterday and then had an RBI uh, earlier today. So, if uh, nothing else goes right, uh, Seiya Suzuki has been tearing it up for the Chicago Cubs. He is now uh, the only MLB player since 1920 to have eight or more RBIs and four or more walks over his first four career games after last night. So, wow! Again, Japan League Babe Ruth uh, <laughs> has been has been tearing it up for the uh, Chicago Cubs, and it has been much much appreciated. So, it, it's been crazy to see how good he is from the jump. It was also crazy last night. Uh, and even like I'm not a Cardinal fan, but it was kind of cool to see Albert Pujols hit a home run last night at St. Louis and get to 680. First pitch he saw of the night last night, and he hit a home run. It was three of three at one point last night, so uh, saw the ball extremely well, and so it was cool to see him um, hit a home run last night. And, and like I'm old enough to remember, I guess when the Cardinals. It was one of the first few years the Cardinals had moved into Bush Stadium because I remember it being like a national talking point that Albert hit a home run so far that he knocked off the eye 
of the Big Mackland sign above the 400 section out in left field. And that's about where he hit this one last night. It didn't quite get up that much, but he hit it in the same general direction last night. So it was it was cool to see Albert Pujols get uh, his first home run as a member of the Cardinals since, uh, I guess, September of 2011 was the last time he had a regular season home run for the uh, for the Cardinals, so that was uh, that was kind of cool to see yesterday. So uh, yesterday was a good day for the Cubs. It was a good day for the Cardinals, uh, but it was not a good day looking around the NL Central for for the Reds because the son of the Reds president went on radio yesterday and told Reds Reds fans essentially that they just needed to be happy with what they got because Cincinnati is a small market and they have no money, even though the owners of the Reds are worth over $500 million. His quote (laughs) on Sports Talk Radio yesterday in an interview was, well, where are you going to go? Uh, When when asked about, you know, fan attendance and why fans should be able or why fans should stick around and follow the Reds, even though they're in rebuilding mode for like no reason at all. He said, quote, well, where are you going to go? Let's just start there. I mean, Sell the team to who? That's the other thing. You want to have this debate. If you want to look at what you would do with this team to have it more profitable, make more money, compete more in the current economic system that the game exists, it would be to pick it up and move it somewhere else. End quote. So, so he just told Cincinnati basically, wow. that's <laughs> He told Cincinnati basically, you're too poor for me, but continue, please continue to come and support this baseball team and spend 80, 90, 100 bucks on tickets, $15 on beer, $20 on nachos or whatever and continue feeding our pocketbooks but also we might move. We you're you're not good enough as a city or a fan base for us to field a winning team. Even though we're worth like 500 million dollars, you know, we're not this, good enough. This is why so many owners just don't just don't talk. And it it makes everything a lot easier. This is why, like, when in the whole MLB lockout, and anytime we get into a lockout situation in sports, I almost always do not side with the owners. You I just don't. You shouldn't. Because at the end of the day, at the end of the day, they are all multi-millionaires or billionaires and have more than enough money to live on. Yeah. And so it's comments like these that make me feel validated Every time when we get into a lockout, and I am all for whatever the players say, and listen, like the players aren't always right, but also at the same time, like I'm never one of these to get on and be be supportive of the owners. Like you made your money. You also, like I, I just I don't know. It's just greed. It gets really greedy and ugly really quickly. Yeah, that's the problem. That's that comment is just a whole big bag of yikes. Like if it's, I'm a if I'm a Reds fan, even if I'm the most diehard Reds Reds fan that lives in Cincinnati, like I'm not going to games after that comment. Well, he's got to think about the fact that the Cincinnati Reds are not what they used to be, and the Bengals look great. I mean, they're gonna lose exactly. they're gonna lose season tickets to the Bengals. I mean, they're gonna yeah. lose it to anyone else, and especially if you treat your fans like that, they're gonna yeah. be like, okay, I won't pay that, you. That's the thing. Like if the G if the president or the GM of the Oklahoma City Thunder comes out and says this well you know you probably shouldn't say this but also like you might have a point you're the yeah. only professional not counting like minor league baseball you're the only professional sports team in Oklahoma uh, that there's that there's nobody really 
anywhere close to you in terms of another professional sports team. And so if you were to come out and say something like this, I'm fine with it. But you can't make these comments three months after the Bengals or two months after the Bengals were just in the Super Bowl. Come on. It's just it's just bad for business. It's I mean, like I said with the greed, it is the craziest ego I've ever heard in terms of I mean that's Oh absolutely. Just, that's just insane. It's a giant power trip. It reminds me of like the Knicks owner who's just on another level of ego, <laughs> but I mean, and the whole comment about not being able to succeed in this current economic system. How much do you think the Dodgers payroll is? The yeah. Dodgers are paying like five hundred million dollars to have their lineup, and you're talking about you can't succeed in the economic system. No, you can't. You don't want to pay the money yeah. to succeed in this system. <sighs> is the thing. Hey, step I aside. Just, There's plenty of owners that'll take that team. <laughs> I. Just some of these, some of these baseball owners just drive me insane, it, and, and because they all act like, and I don't remember who exactly it was that made the comment. I don't know if it was the Ricketts or Bill DeWitt or whoever it was, but it seemed to be there. There was a growing trend in the lockout this year where MLB owners continue to push across the narrative that you don't make money owning an MLB franchise. This is not true. You're lucky if you break even owning an MLB franchise. You just don't. It's not a money-making business. We own the team because we love baseball. We don't make any money off of it, which is like as big of a bold-faced lie as a bold-faced lie gets. Yeah, because if that was true, there wouldn't have been a lockout, and there wouldn't have been all these issues. That's like, well, we don't care about the money, and then, well, we care about the money. It's, you know, it's like it's a double-edged sword. You can't have both ways. (laughs) I don't get it. It, It's... it's, um, infuriating it it definitely is infuriating that's that's the one thing i hate about baseball um i I do feel like like outside of like a mark cuban and Mm -hmm. maybe a steve balmer your your owners in the nba aren't really that outspoken no they're not cuban's outspoken but he's not outspoken to a point where it's like well okay well that guy's an idiot yeah he just gives he just gives like business advice is what Mark. And most of his business advice hits i mean there's a reason the guy is a billionaire the second richest owner in in the NBA right now, only behind Steve Ballmer. And he's on Shark Tank, so I mean. Outside of those two <laughs> and Robert Para, because he owns the Grizzlies, I could not name you another owner in the NBA. Oh, um. I couldn't name you a single owner outside of the New York Giants, who I'm a fan of, in the NFL. Ah, the Celtics owner is on the tip of my tongue, and I can't remember his name. <laughs> but I mean, like, that's my point. Like, the, the owners in NBA and NFL are pretty much irrelevant, which is exactly what you want your owners to be. Yeah. Whereas in the no, MLB, it feels like the owners are outspoken every day about, oh, poor pitiful me, I'm not making money off baseball. <laughs> Feel bad for me. <laughs> yes, you are. Yes, you are. You may not be making money in April because it's 40 degrees outside, but when June and July hits, you're going to be breaking money in hand over fist. Like, I don't feel bad for you. Anyways, oh, uh all right, we're going to take a time out. We'll come back. We'll uh, we'll bounce around, look at uh, the latest with a state, look at some more national topics as we get set to close out a Wednesday edition of the show right after this time out here on The Ticket. Our advice, just take the over. I think it's safe to say that I won the bet. More of the setup is coming up next on The Ticket Radio Network. Most prices still on the rise. Hello, I'm Scotty Woodson on the EAB Ag Network with your EAB Market Countdown. 
May corn at 783 and a half, up seven and a quarter. With July corn at 778, up five and a half. May soybeans at 1676, up five and three quarters. With July soybeans at 1665, up four and a half. May wheat at 1113 and a half, up nine and three quarters. With July wheat at 1121 and a quarter, up eight and three quarters. May cotton at 142.77, up 426. July cotton at 141.51, up 406. May rice at 1576, up five. With July rice at 1608 and a half, up five and a half. Moving on to livestock now, April live cattle at 140.62 and a half, up 67 and a half. With June live cattle at 136.87 and a half, up 57 and a half. April feeder cattle at 158.55, up 80. With May feeder cattle at 161.95, up 102 and a half. April lane hogs at 99.90, up 27 and a half. With May hogs at 111.52 and a half, down 72 and a half. That's your EAB Market Countdown brought to you by Pico Foods. Now buying new crop corn and milo direct from local farmers in Arkansas, Alabama, Missouri, and Mississippi. Farmers, have you booked your new crop corn and milo? Before you do, call Pico Foods. Pico is buying new crop corn and milo at always competitive prices. Pico Foods, the eighth largest poultry producer in the U.S. and a fourth-generation family-owned business, supports local producers. And they're buying new crop corn and milo right now. In Arkansas, Missouri, call David Durham or James Chester, 870-202-7101. In Alabama, in Mississippi, call Craig Bird or John Taylor Hickman, 601-670-9383. Young farmers don't listen to the radio, right? Wrong. In a recent survey, 80% of young producers said they get their most important agriculture information from their trusted farm radio station. Surprised? Don't be. If you think about it, it makes perfect sense. Radio is the perfect companion because it goes with you everywhere. Whether you are in the shop, on the combine, or in the truck, Farm Radio is right there with you. This message brought to you by the National Association of Farm Broadcasting. Hey farmers, WT Equipment in Jonesboro and Pocahontas is open and ready to equip the farmers of Northeast Arkansas. Having a hard time locating available equipment prior to year's end? Do you need to upgrade your tractors, combines, or sprayer to be prepared for the 22 crop year? At WT Equipment, we have both new and pre-owned New Holland T9, T8, T7, and T6 tractors available for sale now, ranging from 125 to 620 horsepower. Both new and pre-owned New Holland New Holland CR combines also available now. New Holland SP model sprayers ready to roll now. Be prepared for the 22 crop year. Come see us at WT Equipment in Jonesboro or Pocahontas. To speak with our sales department in Jonesboro, call 870-972-5522. That's 870-972-5522. For Pocahontas, call 870-892-5254. That's 870-892-5254. Or visit our website at WTEquip.com. WT Equipment, let's get it done. We're all looking for ways to enjoy the spring weather. But before you head outdoors, head to Mr. T's at Riverside. You know Mr. T's has the coldest beer at the best prices, with hundreds of selections from around the world available. Whether it's across the Kahlua-colored waters of the St. Francis River at Cardwell or in the curve at Red Onion, it's always worth the drive to Mr. T's. And as always, Mr. T's is open 365 days a year, even on Sunday. Mr. T's reminds you to drink responsibly. Mr. T's at Riverside. The EAB Sports Network is proud to bring you local high school baseball and softball action this spring. Join us this Friday as the Delton Raiders travel to Brooklyn to take on the Bearcats in a non-conference baseball matchup. First pitch is set for 4.30 with pregame coverage at 4.20 on News Talk 1021 KBTM. High school baseball on the EAB Sports Network is brought to you by NEA Baptist, First National Bank, Real Estate Nate, Jonesboro Orthopedics and Sports Medicine, Domino's Pizza, the Cavanaugh Auto Group, and St. Bernard's. It's Brooklyn and Nettleton in baseball action Friday at 4.30 on the EAB Sports Network. 
work. Timeout's over, and we're going to the full court press. Now, let's get back to the setup on the Ticket Radio Network. All right, welcome back on the setup as we get set to close out a Wednesday edition of the show. Uh, by the way, obviously, elephant in the room, uh, severe weather in the area here in northeast Arkansas today, and uh, it's going to continue for the next few hours. Uh, we have a tornado warning in effect until 315. We have a severe thunderstorm warning in effect until 315. A tornado watch until 9 p.m., a flash flood watch until Thursday at 12 a.m. and a wind advisory until Thursday at 1 a.m. So a lot of different watches, warnings, advisories, all of that. Can we get out a break? there right now? <laughs> I would love a break. Uh, so we'll have uh, obviously severe storm coverage and all of that uh, coming up across our EAB family of stations. Uh, throughout the course of the day, I think they're already uh, maybe underway on some stations. So, uh, obviously, that uh, is the place uh, if you're out and about to uh, to be able to keep up with with everything going on. By the way, winds are 30 miles an hour right now, which is wow. Whew. It was 20 uh, this weekend, I think, on Sunday or something. But listen, 30, I like geez. I like living in the South. Um, especially during during football season, because like nobody knows how to do college football like the South, uh, and I just like honestly have gotten to a point where I refuse to go watch a college football game unless it's being played in the South. Uh, I, I I don't care about the Big Ten or the Pac twelve or any of these other yeah no it's fair leagues that claim they're a football league but aren't actually a football league. So I love living in the South, but I hate living in the South in the. Weather aspect, yeah. It's just in the spring. I hate living in the south. Uh, every other time, it's fine. But from like, uh, I don't know, maybe like March till May, I really hate living in the south. I'll say it's it's the south, but it's a little bit more of the mid south that is that is yeah. bad. Because when I lived in East Tennessee, I never had this much bad weather. I don't think, and I didn't have tornado warnings at all. So. To be fair, though, I mean, I say I hate living here for about a two-month stretch. We did have, like, a tornado warning on Christmas Eve or whatever this yes, year. Yes, so we did. I, I mean, I guess now it's, like, year-round. <laughs> just, just all so the just, time, Just every be day. prepared for <laughs> storm anxiety and all I'm gonna that I'm going to get my tinfoil hat and my radar and just sit yeah. in my house all day. <laughs> uh, all right, so we'll touch on a few other things not weather-related before we get out of here today. Uh, number one, from an A-State standpoint, uh, A-State men's, the A-State men's basketball team added an addition uh, yesterday, and that's walk-on Parker St. Pierre out of Valley View. He will be a preferred walk-on for A-State next year. So a uh, good addition there for, uh, for A-State as they get Parker St. Pierre as a preferred walk-on out of Valley View. Also, uh, A-State women's golf team winners at the ORU Spring Invite yesterday as they shot a 54-hole total of 874, the fourth lowest mark in program history. Olivia Schmidt also led all individuals shooting three under par for the event. Uh, They'll be playing in the Sunbelt Conference Championship that starts up this Sunday in Daytona Beach, Florida. Also a reminder that we'll have A-State baseball starting up tomorrow on the uh, Ticket Radio Network as that series 
is going to be Thursday, Friday, Saturday instead of the normal Friday, Saturday, Sunday because obviously Sunday is Easter. So uh, Thursday, Friday, Saturday for that one in Little Rock. Six o'clock first pitch tomorrow. Four o'clock is the first pitch on Friday. And then on Saturday, first pitch at one o'clock. All games can be heard right here on the Ticket Radio Network. Pre-game coverage starting up 30 minutes prior to uh, first pitch in all of those games. Uh, earlier, some earlier news that, that came out today. Derek Carr is getting paid $40 million over the next three years as he just signed a three-year, $120 million extension with the Las Vegas Raiders. I like He deserves it. It has never been a better time in the NFL to be just like an okay quarterback. Yeah, that's fair. He's... He's fine. He's not great. He's I, not I bad. He's, he's I think fine. He's, I think he's better than okay, but I don't think he's I, – I think you're right in terms of other quarterbacks in the league, but I think he's an okay uh, – better than an okay quarterback. But Would Derek Carr lead a good team to a Super Bowl? You're not going to like me saying yes, but I think so. <laughs> See, I, I – okay. Derek, th- that's probably a bad way to phrase it because I do think Derek Carr could lead a team around him that was good to a Super Bowl. Okay. Could Derek Carr lead the team that Joe Burrow led to the Super Bowl, lead that team to the Super Bowl? No, I don't think. Well, I don't know. <laughs> that's a pretty bad offensive line, yeah, Burrow. Had. It's, it's, it's a pretty bad old line. It's hard to tell because that one playoff run they had, uh, they were they were pretty good, but they had a terrible line, and then he broke his leg. And I just I, like no I don't think tell, he's yeah. a, a true like a difference maker like an Aaron Rodgers or a Patrick Mahomes or one of those guys. No, I can agree with that. Definitely, you put him on a bad roster and or a mediocre roster, and they're still going to win a lot of games because he's that good. Yeah, he's not that guy. And so yeah, forty no. million dollars, better the Raiders than me, I guess. <laughs> they want to keep him. Uh, all right, that does it for us. Uh, the drive with Brad Bobo coming up next from three to six. Uh, tomorrow morning, 7 to 10, it's the front row with Pedro. 10 to 12, it's uh, Red Wolf Roll Call. 12 to 2, it's the Workday Red Zone with Kara Richie. Get you back to us tomorrow from 2 to 3. For Andrew, I'm Cade. So long. Have a great Wednesday. We'll talk to you tomorrow.